0: You're now listening to the God's Ordained podcast. If you're a new believer or you're just a Christian looking to listen to interactive conversations about biblical principles and how they can be applied to your day-to-day living, you're in the right place. Please stay tuned and be blessed. Hello, 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 and you're welcome to another episode on the God's Odin podcast um thank you for listening to everyone who followed our last um bible study series on the different bible characters in the old testament and what we could learn from them i hope you enjoyed and you learned a couple of things that you have taken upon yourself to practicalize um i'm really grateful to everyone who takes out time to try and listen i am the listeners have increased tremendously and i'm seeing people listening from parts of the world i have never visited and i'm just like god you are amazing um there's listeners in china there's listeners in malaysia there's listeners all over canada the u.s and also um Africa other parts of Africa that I've never visited and honestly I just want to say thank you for listening and all praise to God for all that he's doing I know I took a hiatus again but um, life got really um, busy but exciting at the same time this past month of September was filled with so many testimonies like God came through for me for like prayer requests i've been asking him about and i just want to boast in god for being good there were things that i didn't even ask god for that were good and he's already done them for me so i just want to use the opportunity to encourage anyone who's listening to me again <laughs> that um if you're looking up to god for anything he's more than able to do exceedingly and abundantly that's what you're looking up to him for keep on having faith in him and you know take faith steps you know to just to just to show that you know i know that god is going to do this thing for me so even just talking about this right now like um (laughs) spirit has impressed on me to do a an episode on faith you know and how faith is practical how faith has evidence so that's something we'll do but um for today our episode will be on it's gonna be one of it's gonna be a series you know i kind of like series because you're able to take topics that are very important and drill down to practical ways to you know leave these things out so um we're gonna do a series on living as a modern day post 21st century christian yes um i'm gonna start with some very few tips that i have and hopefully the next time we come back to this um next time another episode is released then we'll probably have some other young Christians or young believers and we'll get more practical steps, you know. Um, But let's, you know, get into it. So, I already introduced our topic, but like for me, you'll be like, what is a modern day Christian? Basically, it's any believer who's living in the 21st and post 21st century time. We see a lot of things happening in our world right now. A lot of things that do not align with God's will happening in our communities. A lot of things being taught in schools to our children. A lot of things infiltrating our workplaces and even trying to infiltrate the church. If you understand what I mean, I know you understand what I mean. I just don't want to use those words on this podcast, but I'm sure you have an idea. My friend Deborah Zebra Aziba has a whole show where she talks about these things. So you can find her on her YouTube channel. There is um the As I Walk podcast. So she addresses some of these things there. But um for me, I like for me, the idea of this um episode or this series is to you know talk to people who find themselves as believers living in a modern world where a lot of things that are happening do not align with the christian principle or with the will of god simply put um but i'll just start so that is who a modern day believer is just to introduce (laughs) you know that concept um but i'll start with a few tips and practical steps that i you know i think should be the focus for every modern day Christian, every post 21st century Christian. The first is one, as we all know in the Bible, do not be conformed to the world, do not be conformed to the standards of the world, do not be conformed to the thought pattern. To the way of the world in general. Um, so on Sunday school I teach the kids, and we're talking about godliness in a corrupt world. And I kept on asking the kids what does it mean to be godly? And they're like, Oh, to be good, to be nice, to be kind. And I was like, Yeah, you can be all those things, but you're not godly. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Like you can be good to your neighbor, but you're not godly. So the idea of godliness is that you're being set apart, you're holy. And that, in essence, what that means is that you're doing life. God's way and not your way so that basically in simple or layman terms is what it means to be godly so n- not being conformed basically already sets that standard meaning you're not doing things the way the world would do things you're doing it the way God wants you to do it and it's very important as a modern day Christian to take that stand my pastor and my church says something that has stuck with me for years it's like If you do not take a stand, the world will take a stand for you. If you don't take a stand, your friends will take a stand for you. If you do not vocally take a stand, (laughs) your workers or co-workers will take a stand for you. So as a Christian, you need to be very um, aware and conscious of the fact that daily you are representing the kingdom of God. I believe it's in... I I always mix these two books up. I don't know why. Ephesians or Philippians, one of them, but verse 3... Chapter 3, verse 20 says, For you are citizens of heaven. That already... just makes it known to us as believers that we are really not of this world in John chapter 15 when um, Jesus was speaking he said you are not of this world that the world hated him first so for sure they will hate us too so we are not of this world so the Word of God already makes it plain to us we are not of this world hence we shouldn't do anything the way the world does we shouldn't dress the way the world does we shouldn't speak the way the world does we shouldn't take decisions or actions the way the world does we shouldn't respond way the world does very simple um i was studying the book of daniel recently and there was something that was said about daniel in chapter in chapter 6 verse 3 it says he was exceptional in all that he did and in verse 4b he said that there was no faults that they could find in what daniel did this like also translates to your work to your business everything that you do you you have to be distinct. You know amongst others there must be something that separates you from others in whatever field of life you're in there has to be that mark that there's something different about this person as a believer in this modern day world you should endeavor you should make sure you put extra efforts to have that something different yes you have christ and you are saved and you're already different however you need to put in that extra effort that hard work to make sure that you are exceptional in what you do right and that's something i personally have been putting so much pressure on myself to be exceptional in all that i do um i worked with a boss and he used to say you need to make yourself too relevant to be ignored wherever you are and thanks be to god that has been my testimony in whatever workspace i find myself um so it's just an encouragement to every believer out there in your workspace, with amongst your friends, in your family. You need to stand out. <laughs> it's a command, literally, because in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, we're told we are the light of the world. There's something that must be visible and different and distinct about you so as a modern day believer don't try to fit in that's the point right don't try to fit in with what the world is saying don't try to do what everyone is doing don't follow the crowd Mm -mm. that's not the way of life for us you know we need to stand out in all that we do um So basically, that's just the first point. all that we we do, we must stand out. We must be distinct and we must not fit into the patterns of the world. The second thing, this is very, very, very important. Join a Bible teaching church. This cannot be overemphasized. Don't just join a church because everybody is going to that church. Mm -mm, You're not everybody. (laughs) In God's sight, you are not everybody. You are you. relationship with jesus is so personal and your growth spiritually is so personal as well so join a bible teaching church um you can't be a believer and neglect the gathering of believers it's impossible it's an instruction in the bible you know do not neglect the gathering of fellow believers you can't you need to be part of a bible teaching church and when i say be part i'm not saying you just attend it's fine to just attend to understand the way the church operates however you need to belong to one you need to belong to one and this is the reason why when you belong to a church you grow spiritually you manifest the spiritual gifts that the holy spirit gave you upon when you were saved or baptized or anything like that and you grow you grow as a person you grow in interpersonal relation skills when you serve you grow in administrative skills you and you you gain skills when you become and belong to a bible teaching church another bonus is you also enjoy the fellowship of fellow believers it gives you an opportunity to build meaningful friendships that refresh you in psalms 133 verse 1 that's like a verse that always blows my mind it's like that the love between brothers is refreshing it's like oil flowing down aaron's beard right so when you when you're in a bible teaching church and you become part of the church and you make friends there it's very refreshing to have those kind of friendships because you're with people that share similar values with you who are really interested in your life and in your progress so like as a modern day century believer you need that community of support you know And then another thing that I personally discovered is that your purpose in life, like your God-centered purpose, is usually revealed through service in God's um, assembly, right? I know some people have discovered their purpose or God has revealed their purpose to them by praying and just being on their own. But for me, I discovered my purpose and it was confirmed to me severally because I belonged to a Bible-teaching church, you know? i i had never really prayed oh god reveal my purpose to me it came to me like during my my service and i initially i just thought okay this is one other thing god wants me to do until i really prayed and then god was like this is it like and he confirmed it countless times through different people so um you're going to enjoy a lot of things by belonging to a bible teaching church. and if you're not part like what are you doing (laughs) if you're not part of a bible teaching church what are you doing you're missing out on all these things please join one another thing so i recently went on summer vacation with my family to montreal um and i realized how busy life was in the city of montreal now i live in st john's newfoundland it's a very quiet low-key city which is gradually getting busier like recently i've noticed how busy st john's is getting because there's a great influx of new um, immigrants and students here and i love it but i realized even, even here life is busy there are days where i can't really get so much personal time to myself because it's a lot of things that have to happen but i realized when i was in montreal like this is so busy and i was like how do they have personal time with god like the believers here how do they just reset themselves and just stay in the presence of god and savour it and enjoy it i was like this is a privilege i'm enjoying in st john's (laughs) but yeah life is busy and in this postmodern world right it is so busy so many things are coming at you so fast both work both friendships school different things and social media and all of that so life is very busy But um, I want to encourage us as believers to make sure that your spiritual life receives the much needed attention it deserves. Um, You need to be very you need to put efforts i know when my mom came for vacation i had to reach out to a friend i was like how are you doing it i need advice because it's like it was much more busier that time of my life and i was like oh i really need help so some tips that that worked for me and that she shared was that wake up early the first hour of your morning you know you should be very jealous with it either you wake up early or you sleep really late um so you have to make a sacrifice at the end of the day if you really really value your spiritual life and your life with christ you need to um make some sacrifices to make sure that 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 part that aspect of you is not is receiving the necessary uh nurturing that you know it deserves um you can listen to my episode on devotions it's like the first or second episode i ever released and you can get more like details on how to do that um and another thing that i find that helps me especially when my days get busy is i carry jesus with me what i mean is that i carry i'm mindful to worship I'm mindful to meditate on a scripture. I can take one scripture. You know, the Bible app gives us daily verses, right? I take that and I meditate on it and I ponder on it and I ask the Holy Spirit, you know, give me deeper insights. And I carry Jesus my whole day. Um, practical is I carry Jesus. If I have to cook, I'm either playing worship music or I'm praying. You would not see me not doing either of those if I'm cooking or like if I'm at work. I'm I'm a multitasker. I can do multiple things at once. So I don't know if this may apply for everyone. However, I at work I'm listening to worship music and I'm doing my work. And that kind of just gives your spirit the thing that it really deserves. Like I don't know the words to use exactly, but it just helps you to keep that flame, that fire, you know, that you have received from the Holy Spirit alive and burning. Right. Um, I find that when I don't take time like there sometimes it can be so busy the whole week and i don't take the time that i would normally i want to say maybe i'll do three hours with god today or every day and i do like maybe 30 minutes or one hour because of how busy it was i find that that flame that fire is not burning as intense as it used to be so i'm i've picked up these practical tips to carry jesus with me in my day-to-day driving you know doing laundry cooking at work i just try to keep jesus with me and it really really helps there's a lot of um, resources online you know there's it's the is a digital age and it's not just for entertainment there's a lot of useful resources online for believers there's a lot of podcasts uh, for believers there's a lot of worship music online and even the internet knows more about the bible than some some human beings right so like anything you want to do to make your spiritual life grow is really 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 readily available to you so um i really encourage us as modern day believers to put in that effort to make sure that our spiritual life receives the the, the things it needs to grow and to keep that fire aflame and another thing this now some people may contend with it but I believe it really helps have a spiritual leader. It, it may sound the word leader is uh, but the idea is this have someone That you're submitted to have someone that truly cares about your spiritual good have someone that you're accountable to that you can set spiritual goals with and there and you you can account to this person this is how i am doing and the reason is this when you achieve something spiritually it not only unlocks some things in your spirit for you and takes you to deeper levels but you grow now the first time i ever did a three-day fast i didn't think i could do it but when i did it i was like wow so now if you ask me to do another three-day fast i would so this year, i set a goal for myself that i would do a six-hour prayer time and for a for some people it's like oh that's too much time praying or that's crazy but for me it was a goal that i felt i needed to achieve and that my church created the opportunity for me to do that and um i now could effortlessly do things like that without having to think about the time there was a day i did i'm not boasting or anything but there was a day i did eight eight um, at least eight hours but not at once i did maybe three hours and then i did four hours after it wasn't at a stretch right however the idea is this i grew and i didn't like in the in in that moment i didn't know what i had done right it's just like people who do 40 days fast it starts gradually they do a three day fast they do a seven day fast and then they do 21 and then do 40 days and it's possible and the idea is not that you're just doing it to mark that oh i've done this thing oh because of that i had stamina (laughs) i had stamina in the place of prayer prayer did not seem burdensome to me i now understood the power <laughs> there is power in prayer right because things started happening in the, in my in my life things started happening in my family things started are happening in the church things will start happening and you'll be like wow and it's not a coincidence it's always very specific to what you ask god for when james said james in i think james chapter 5 says that the effect the prayer of um a righteous man is effective and it produces much power. It is so true. It is so, so true. We need to really test and challenge the things that are in the word of God. I tell you, it will, you, you would always marvel and wonder at the results that happen. So I'm encouraging you, set spiritual goals and have someone that you are accountable to. That you can say, you know, this is what I want to achieve and this is what I've done so far it's it's really good it's really really good as a believer It, it really really it will encourage you to grow i tell you it will really encourage you to grow and the last one is live with eternity in mind we know that as believers this earth is not our final home we know that after death there is a heaven but before heaven there's a judgment right so our assurance is this that We, as we've accepted Christ, and as we live our lives for Christ daily, we have the hope of salvation. We have the hope of resurrection, and we have the hope to be transferred from our flesh to glorious bodies. You know, for the new heaven and earth that Christ would make. So we need to live with it, with eternity in mind, because our life doesn't end here, and this will translate to everything that you do. You find yourself having to be more accountable to Jesus because you realize that your life is no longer for you but it's now for jesus and you don't take choices that only have a temper well let's say temporary there's some choices that are temporary yes like but you end up realizing that not all choices are temporary or have a temporary effect you know so live with eternity in mind don't get tired of you know living out the principles of a christian life don't get tired when the world seems like it's getting darker and more decayed don't get frustrated no live its eternity in mind and this would really 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 help you <clears throat> every time you get to a point where you see something on the news that really just frustrates you you decide to make decisions or take actions that will um that will promote, promote the kingdom that you're in. That's the kingdom of God, right? So I'll leave us with this <laughs> verse, Second um, Corinthians 15:5. Sorry, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15 to 16. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To so one a fragrance from death to death; to other a fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? It seems deep, <laughs> right? But my understanding is this, we are the fragrance of Christ Jesus. So in this modern day world that we're in, you need to carry that understanding that wherever you are, right? Um, You are a representative of Jesus Christ. I know also Corinthians, it says we're ambassadors for Christ, right? But yeah, the idea is this so further down that chapter it actually says we are ambassadors for christ verse 19 but the idea is this wherever you go carry the fragrance of christ Would you be mindful that you are carrying the fragrance of christ with you um and live the way christ would think what would jesus do every time things happen to you what would jesus do oh jesus wants me to do right so um that's it for this episode i hope you were blessed and i hope you enjoyed listening i hope you learned a few things that really would help you in your day-to-day life as a postmodern christian um i'm gonna do a poll so please respond um basically i'm gonna be asking what challenges you face and what ways do you think you can be helped or you know let's just have a conversation about that um god bless you for listening thanks and take care See you next time.